Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Well, today on Kidney Talk, we're going to be talking to a woman who has a very interesting story. She doesn't have kidney disease, but she met somebody and her life drastically changed after she met him. Today, we have Yancy Cruz Varela, and uh, she's calling from Puerto Rico. So we're really excited to talk to somebody who can tell us what it's like there. So uh, welcome to the show, Yancy. Hi. Hola. Thank you very much. Well, tell us a little bit about, because we were reading your bio, and um, how did you first learn about kidney disease? And, you know, it's an interesting story how you met your husband. Well, one of my first jobs was as a job, uh, as a job coach for people with, dis- with severe disabilities. And one of my co-workers, her husband, told me about Hector. And they set up a blind date for us. And was very interesting because during that blind date, the first thing that he just told me when we when we sat down to have some lunch, he told me, I just want to let you know something, that I just have a kidney transplant. And I was in shock. I was like, okay, and you're feeling well, how everything's going? And he told me, yes. And I said, okay, perfect. Let's continue to talk. And after that, after knowing him for more than eight years, I started learning more about kidney disease and more about the needs of the people with instance renal disease. And so you basically have a, um, a degree in rehabilitation counseling. Yes. And so you really took that to heart once you learned that, you know, uh, Hector obviously needed to continue some kind of rehabilitation and really take care of himself to make sure that this kidney lasted forever. Yes, one of the things that I really learned from Hector was when he communicated to me that he was a, a blessed person. He considered himself a blessed person because he always have his family as a support. Uh, and he told me, you know, I saw a lot of people that were alone in this process. Uh, and that was something that always uh, was wondering in my mind, how we can help people to get uh, connect to other people, to receive uh, support in different ways. That is why uh, I was very interested in continuing a career in rehabilitation counseling. And from then on, uh, I decided to do my internship in a transplant center here in Puerto Rico that it will be in the Hospital of Sigamoto. And I had some great experience. And what I'm, I'm trying to do is to encourage people that just got a transplant to live life uh, as joyful as they can, following the, the most important things, uh, of course, medical adherence, of course, support, but most important, giving hope to other people, too, that have similar medical situations. Well, and what's interesting is that you're now a professional helping other patients, but you're also a caregiver. And, you know, you now are helping. You're not really a caregiver. You're a care partner that, you know, I'm sure Hector helps you if you have a cold. But you, um, which I found was really interesting, is that you want to know everything about his care so you can help him. Can you tell us a little bit about that? When you start in a relationship with a person that has a chronic illness, to be very honest and to get involved. Not just to get involved, but searching for information in Internet, but just going more and beyond that. And above that, for example, it was very important for me to go and, and meet his doctors, his nephrologists, his transplant team, 
to know what is to be a kidney transplant, what are the precautions that we need to have every day, uh, what are going to be important symptoms if we need to go to an emergency room. Um, and, I, and many questions, for example, that I have, uh, if, if I'm going out with him, what are things that we need to look behind everything? For example, be, be always sure that we have bottled water, make little change if we are going to the movie theater, uh, maybe ask for a popcorn without salt, and do those reasonable accommodations that may sound simple but can make a difference in your lifestyle and how it's going to feel. We also do exercise, but try to do things in a fun way that doesn't feel the pressure that we need to do this. We are just trying to have a lifestyle that is just healthy, and that is what we have been trying to incorporate in our life and also before we got married. I didn't want to have any surprises of unknown information, and I think one of the things that I value more about Hector is that he was very open about that opportunity for me. Uh, he told me, I definitely want uh, to share everything that I can with you, uh, my responsibility as a patient, my recommendations from my transplant team, and to know what is important to know. Now, one of the things I think is interesting is that from the time you met him to the time that you got married, how long was that? What's about... Eight to nine years. Eight or nine years. And throughout that time, I mean, he's, you know, basically had the transplant for a long time. Um, did you learn more things as it went along? I mean, do you get ever afraid that he might lose the transplant and have to go back on dialysis? You know, because that's a big fear with people who are dating people who have a chronic illness. Like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. And I hear that a lot. And luckily, I have a, a husband that loves me, loved me before, you know, you know, when I was on dialysis, when I have a transplant, whatever the situation is. But I think some of the people who are listening, they're like, well, God, will anybody ever love me because I have an illness? And, you know, can you share a little bit about that? Did you have any concern once you knew he had this serious illness? Well, what I will, the way that we look at this is that that is, uh, I think, if I don't, I don't want. It's my like fear that every person, uh, mostly every person that has a kidney transplant, will get that question in, in the back of your mind: How much time this kidney is going to last for me? But the way that we try to to think about this, it's trying to do our best in what are our responsibilities and to enjoy life at the fullest. Uh, if we have our life thinking how much this kidney is going to last or how much time I'm going to be the best healthy or the perfectly healthy, you lose a lot about your actual life, about your present. So basically, what we try to do is to take to have a good medical adherence, including, of course, medication, exercise, diet, all the precautions. But also, you need to have a lot of faith that everything is going to be okay and in God's hands. And one of the things that you develop is your continual faith in God that everything is in God's hands. Everything is going to be fine. When you try to concentrate in everything that is positive, I think that that is going to give you a lot of hope. And that's the hope that no one can give to you. And sometimes when, when I see a lot of people that are in the waiting transplant list, they say, I don't know how much I will need to wait. And sometimes they don't enjoy their life at the fullest. Yeah, they're, they're waiting to be happy. You can't wait to be happy when your situation changes. You have to make the most of whatever situation you have. 
And I, I mean, I think that's, you know, an important point that people have to know. Well, I read this on my little notes here. And, you know, it's so exciting because I guess you're going to have a baby in September. Yes, we are very, very happy. It's going to be our first anniversary as a married couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to have our first child. Uh, and that is one of the things uh, of the fears that many transplant couples will have. If we will be able to have babies or not, even if uh, the mother is not a transplant patient. Uh, but I think that when you have the opportunity, for me, I'm, I'm the partner of Hector, and he has a kidney transplant, Sometimes you will not notice how fast the years will, will pass. And you're still celebrating. We celebrate every year that he has his kidney transplant. Next September 26th is going to be his 11 years. Uh, and I think the most important is to try to enjoy the little things of every day. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, the best medicine that you can have is to be positive and to have a lot of faith. Yes, when you share your story, you learn to accept it more and more. And that's when the healing starts. I mean, people don't realize that. But, you know, I've shared my story over the years. And you you learn to accept it. The more you can talk about it and express it, the easier it makes. I'm sure you run into people like, I don't want anybody to know I'm on dialysis or I have a transplant. And um, that comes with a certain amount of shame. And if you're shameful about it, you know, you got to feel horrible about yourself. Um, it's just something that you have, a condition. So I totally agree with that. Now, in Puerto Rico, what kind of services are available there for patients, and how are you able to help them? For example, we have two main institutions here that support dialysis and kidney transplant patients. One of the things that we are trying to focus is in the prevention of kidney diseases, and that is one of the most important things that we want the people to prevent to get dialysis. In the last couple of months, something that, that I've been doing with the Consejo General of Puerto Rico is going to different dialysis centers uh, and giving them, when the people are connected to receiving dialysis treatment, offering them some seminars. That, and we talk about quality of life, how to keep a good health style, how to cope with the illness. Uh, we talk about spirituality. That I think that since I've been working with kidney transplant patients and patients on dialysis, I, I try to ask the patients, what is the thing that has made you different, the difference in your life since you've been in treatment? And everyone has been telling me consistently my faith, my spirituality. Uh, so it, it, that spirituality is something that definitely the people have the faith that things are going to get better. And that is the right attitude that you need to have when you have a, a chronic illness disease. Uh, and it's been a very uh, important experience for me to be also with dialysis patients and share that everything can get better. And also, so with kidney transplant patients that are being receiving the, the transplant, and then, then they're do, do, uh, doing good too. And sometimes things are not going to be perfect, and we know that. But the most important is to understand that when something is not going to, it's, it's not completely perfect, you're having, for example, a, 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 a condition that you can get the hospitalization, you need to keep that faith and you need to keep uh, moving. Yes, I mean, faith is a very important thing, but I think a lot of people need to realize that, you know, you have to take action. You have to be an active participant in your care. And, you know, I mean, I've had kidney disease since I was two for 45 years. And I just recently interviewed somebody who was on dialysis 36 years 
I mean, you can live a joyful life in spite of, you know, having kidney disease, whether it's a dialysis or transplant. And obviously, transplantation is much better than dialysis. A transplant that works is um, because you, you can have a transplant and you don't feel well. But, uh, you know, you got to keep moving on and be grateful for the advances that are out there. Well, Yancy, I mean, um, you know, any closing thoughts that you can think of that you would like to tell people who are, you know, care partners who are recently thinking about, you know, getting engaged or dating somebody who has kidney disease? Any final words of wisdom? I think that one of the things that's more important when you're trying to be with a person is not just to see that the person just have a kidney transplant or things can get worse, or can get very sad, or maybe you can lose that person. It's important to see yourself as a place to have, that you're having a role play with that person, that you're going to help that person. You're going to be a team. You need to be a team. You need to think that both of you are going to be working together to maintain a good health, a health style, uh, that you're going to keep uh, moving, and you're not just going to see the limitations. You need to see this opportunity as something that is going to give to give you joy, happiness, to live joy as the riches. And also, it's very important to think that you need to support that person. For example, you need to get a, a prescription. Maybe you can do that. Maybe you need to be an intermediary between a doctor or a nurse or a practitioner. You are going to give that support. There is a lot to coordinate when you are with a kidney transplant person. And it's very important to have the patience and also, at some point, to have the passion to know more about the disease. It's important to keep reading, to keep uh, nursing your, your knowledge about new technology, about new things that are coming up, and always keep the relationship as, pos- as happy as possible because things that sometimes will get different. Anything can change in one day, and we know that. But we want also to enjoy and and to feel like everything that is going to happen that is good is a gift that we are receiving. Yancy, I think that's just wonderful advice. And, you know, I wish you and Hector so much happiness and joy with your first child. And, you know, please email us and let us know what the name is and all the details. We'd love to hear about it. But again, you know, thank you for sharing your story and giving some words of wisdom out there to people who, you know, meet somebody on a blind date and how they help them navigate their care. So have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.